to our study of God's Word. We're in the book of 1 Samuel, and we're talking about the time when God had rejected Saul as king because of his disobedience and rebellion, and God had led Samuel, the great prophet priest, to the house of Jesse in Bethlehem, and God said there, among Jesse's sons, was the next king that he would anoint that day as the next king of Israel when the time came for him to be king. And he thought Eliab was the one because Eliab, the oldest son, was so so tall and strong and handsome, and, and he thought surely he was the one. But God said, no, I don't look on the outward appearances. I look on the heart. I look past what people see to see what I see. I read people's hearts. See, God looks to see if we have a heart for him, if we have a heart to trust him and to obey him and to believe in him. So then Samuel looked at the other sons of Jesse, uh, Abinadad, and God said, no, he's not the one. And then Shammah, and God said, no. And then the others came by, so he, each one he looked at, and, all, and finally none of the ones that were there, God did not say accept any of them as the next king. Finally, Samuel said, "Is there, are there any other boys? Do you have any other sons? Well, as the youngest, Jesse said, he's out tending the sheep. Samuel said, send for him, and we will not sit down until he arrives. So they sent for him and had him brought in. He was glowing with health and had a fine appearance and handsome features. And the Lord said, rise and anoint him. This is the one. So Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of his brothers. And from that day on, the Spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon David. Samuel then went to Ramah. God chose the youngest, the one who was least respected, the one who was counted as most unimportant, the one who was significant in the family. He was the, he was the shepherd. He was taking care of the sheep, and that was not considered an important position that was considered about the lowest thing that you could do in all of Israel was to be a shepherd. And that's why it was so significant that when Jesus was born, that the angel came to the shepherds because they were considered outcasts and they were considered very low class and they were not considered important people. And that's what David was doing. He was out taking care of the sheep. The older boys were doing the more important things. And so as he was continuing to be faithful as a, as a young shepherd boy, God saw in his heart. Because out there on the, on the fields as a shepherd, and that's why when David wrote Psalm 23 later, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul, and on and on it goes. It's a tremendous picture of God as the shepherd and David as his believing sheep. One of the things, too, the Bible all through Scripture depicts us, the believers, as sheep. And that's not a, that's not a very uh, great term of, of power and strength because sheep were weak and sheep were dependent on the shepherd and sheep were sometimes a little dumb and didn't make good choices. They would just wander off following the green grass, pay no attention where they were going, fall over cliffs, fall into streams, fall into the hands of wolves and other animals that were uh, predatory. 
and they just didn't they just didn't use good judgment. But the Bible all the way through says we like sheep, all of us like sheep have gone astray, the Bible says, in Isaiah 53, and turned, each has turned to his own way, but the Lord has laid on him, the Savior, all our sins that we might be saved. So it's important to recognize that we're sheep. And if we're not, if without the Lord, we're going to make dumb decisions. Without the Lord, we're going to fall into all kinds of problems. Without the Lord, we're going to experience difficulties of our own making. And so it's important to trust him. But there's something else going on in the life of Saul. While this is going on in the life of David, and the Bible says that God's spirit came powerfully upon him, verse 16, or verse 14 of chapter 16 says, Now the spirit of the Lord had departed from Saul, and an evil spirit from the Lord tormented him. Now, in one of the things you'll find in the Old Testament, that everything good or bad, is acknowledged as from God. Now, and that's true. I mean, God has to allow whatever happens. If he's God, he could ultimately stop anything. So he has to allow it. But what he does, he, he, he simply allows what, what is going on in people's lives to go on if they don't choose to reject it. And we live in an evil world, in a sinful world, and that produces problems. But in the Old Testament, they, they said this was an evil spirit from the Lord. Well, of course, the Lord allowed the evil spirit to come upon Saul, but I don't think it was like God chose to send it. Saul had made these choices and had continued to reject God and refused what God wanted for him. So because of that, that's why this happened. Now, they were trying to help Saul because he would get so agitated and upset and angry and verse 15 says, uh, let, let's, let our Lord uh, command his servants here to search for someone who can play the harp. He will play when the evil spirit comes upon you and you will feel better. So Saul said, okay, that's fine, find someone. One of the servants answered, I have seen a son of Jesse of Bethlehem who knows how to play. He's a brave man and a warrior. He speaks well and is a fine-looking man, and the Lord is with him. Then Saul sent messengers to Jesse and said, Send me your son David, who is with the sheep. So Jesse took a donkey loaded with bread and wine and a young goat and sent it with his son David to Saul. David came to Saul and entered his service. Saul liked him very much, and, Saul, and David became one of his armor bearers. And Saul sent word to Jesse, Allow David to remain in my service, for I am pleased with him. Whenever the Spirit from God came on Saul, David would take his harp and play, and the relief would come to Saul, and he would feel better. So it's interesting that God sent David to work for Saul, and Saul had no idea at this point that David was going to be the next king. David knew that he had been anointed, and it was David's desire at this point. There was no, there was no desire on David's part at this point to rebel against Saul to try to take over the kingship. He just simply made himself available to Saul as a servant, as an attendant, as a helper, and he fitted into the place where God had for him at the moment, and he waited on God to give him his opportunity. And that's what we must do. We can't force our way. We shouldn't try to force our way into places and positions. We shouldn't try to manipulate people to get what we want. We should trust God and wait on God, and God will bring to pass his will for our lives. 
So today, God bless you. I hope you have a great day.